This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. It's Friday, it's six o'clock and it's Dragonhearts. Wrexham finally got some equal treatment when the grant from the Welsh Assembly came through. We've already removed the John Lewis curtains and we're starting to put that lovely £800 roll wallpaper up in the boardroom. We were all disappointed to see Adi Yusuf leave on that deadline day, but last Saturday he was back where he belongs, on the bench at the racecourse. And Wrexham's defence hasn't let a goal in for four and a half hours. That's already half an hour longer than its European Super League lasted. It's a bit of an unusual Dragon Heart. We've had some scheduling issues, which means that we can't get together to do a chat. But don't worry, my friends. If you want to hear what happens in the Chesterfield game, of course, you can listen to the Final Whistle podcast. That's on the feed, of course, from last Saturday. And next week, we'll be back with a bumper edition looking at next week's two games and also with all the usual chat and also that discussion, which we asked for contributions to. So you've now got another week to chip in. Who, living or dead, past or present, would you most like to go for a pint and talk about Wrexham with? So, what have we got in line for you today? Well, a very special interview because Steve Massey was a striker for Wrexham in the late 1980s, brought in by Dixon McNeil, a lovely bloke, a real character, and is still, and always will be, we guess, Wrexham's top scorer in Europe. So, I caught up with him. Let's have a listen to what Steve had to say. I'm Fiacre Kelleher, and you're listening to Dragon Heart Radio Show. Oh, Steve, thank you so much for, for joining me. I, I can't tell you how, how delighted I am um, to be in touch with you. You were a, a player who was brought in to deliver goals and you delivered something which in recent years Wrexham fans have been just yearning for. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, it's, well, first, it's, um, it's, a, it's a real, real pleasure. A real, real pleasure. Um, and um, yeah, my, my, my Wrexham, uh, um, uh, Wrexham was my last um, club on my journey, if you like. Um, my professional career, which spanned sort of, what, 15, 16 seasons. Um, and I have, uh, loads and loads of happy, great, great memories, particularly, particularly because um, the reason I, I actually joined Wrexham uh, was one, there was a funny tale, which no doubt we will, we will, <laughs> we will, I will tell them across the meeting Dixie, Dixie McNeil for the first time. Um, but of course, the main reason was that um, it was, the, it was the, the possibility of playing in, playing in Europe. With the, with the sort of the European Cup Winners Cup then. Of course, the English clubs were banned at that time, but the, the Welsh clubs, and um, it, was, um, it, was, it was something that was a, uh, a great opportunity for me and, um, um, and, and, and bore fruit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was going to ask you first about Dixie anyway, just because I, <laughs> I was just wondering, you know, the, does um, having a manager who scored a lot of goals put extra pressure on you either in your own mind or from him because he's saying well this is how I would have done it I know Wrexham have had managers yeah. like Dean Saunders in the past who I think has been quite tough on the players saying why can't you do what I can do yeah yeah, yeah. no I I, I, uh, I think that's a, that's a, a real, real good point and something that wasn't lost with me 
when I when I went to um, see see him because I knew about his uh, his goal scoring prowess and things and particularly uh, what a legend he was the legend still is at, at, at Wrexham there um, so that was that was a that was a um, uh, yeah a big a big factor in actually in actually going going to Wrexham um, that Dixie understood and knew mm. everything that was you know that that was that was what was about with a uh, a striker and a forward. Um, and um, we just sort of hit it off straight away, to be perfectly honest. I thought he was uh, a great, great guy, um, and and I knew I knew he was the the guy. Or I knew it was the club to come and join. We'd actually just spoken um, in in the club itself, and he'd shown me round. And I had my wife with me then, Gail, and we uh, we went back, and he walked me back to the car in the car park, and he said, "Well." Have a think about it, Steve. Come back to us in like 20, 24 hours or something. Have a day to think about it. I mean, in my mind, I'd already knew anyway that I thought, yeah, yeah, this is great. We'd hit it off. But it was just, uh, it was just totally confirmed. I got into the car and he's saying like, give me a call. Give me a call in in, in, in a day, a day or two. Um, and then from nowhere, this bird flying above <laughs> literally crapped on his head. <laughs> it, I, I'm t- I'm t- I tell you, it's God is my witness. Dixie will tell you that, and he went flop, bang on his head. And I looked at it, and of course there was a, it was the embarrassment to start with. It. And I said, Dixie, that's that. If, if ever ever there was a there was a sign, a sign to say like you know muck for luck or whatever. There, and then I've got a sign, got a sign up there. I've got a sign on that. And sir, that is a, honestly that is a true true tell. It's <laughs> right right on his head. Um, and I said that's. I just that just confirmed it. I've got to I've got to come and sign. Oh, that's so I had I had two two great great years there. That's a bit suspicious though, because about ten players around that time and say that happened when Dixie signed them. I think he may have had a, a pet bird over the car park. Yeah, was a good ploy. That was a good ploy. Yeah, we have had good yeah. fun actually. I've got to say, just to break off from talking about it for a second. We have had a bit of fun with birds over the last 10 years at the race course, birds eating the grass seed. And for a while, uh, we had a hawk living inside the stadium uh, (laughs) who would be released to scare them off. Um, And then the hawk was went for whatever reason. And uh, fans going to games when we're allowed back in might see that on the TV gantry now, on the old road stand, there's actually an outline of a bird. On the front oh, right. of the wall, yeah. which, yeah. which um, the birds are supposed to see and be frightened of. Now I've seen this at other <laughs> grounds, but it does seem terribly hidden. <laughs> the wonder one, so I, I don't know. If, I don't think it's very effective. Um, right, I remember right, Rushton right. and Diamonds used to have models of birds on the roof, uh, yes. hawks, to scare the yes. birds off. And my favourite was always Kettering. Yeah. Kettering Town's um, press box <laughs> above it had a beautiful carved owl. To scare off birds, right. yes, which yes, was totally yes. covered in bird muck. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if that was so effective. Yeah, that yeah, might yeah, be where yeah. Dixie got the idea from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly, truly, yes. Yeah. We brought in quite a few good players around your time as well. I remember it being very optimistic. The previous two seasons, well, no more, going back the more than that, we'd struggled a bit in the league. Um, yeah. But the season before, you could see we had the basis of something good players like Barry Horn, Jim Steele, um, yes. Paul Comstiv. Yeah. And we brought in quite a few players in, in your, when you arrived as well. And I'd led to a very optimistic sense at the start of the season we were going to go somewhere. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it, it certainly felt like that. I mean, um, uh, Joe Cook, 
the centre the centre half came 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 in as well at the same time. Paul uh, um, Emerson Emerson yeah, from yeah. Um, he was from Derby and Grimsby. Um, and Paul and I got on really well, and our wives got on well uh, t- together. Um, and um, yeah, we, I, we look back on I, I'd certainly look back on that first season, this, the season that um, we were in, that we had the, the great cup run as well, the European Cup run. Um, I, I, I honestly said, I've said it many times. I, I think we should have got promotion that 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 season. We were well, well placed, well in the in, in there really, um, and we certainly had the quality in the in in the squad. To be able to do that, um, I think it was just perhaps a little bit of inconsistency um, in in the side at the time. But certainly that that squad was uh, definitely good enough to be to to go and get promotion. Yes, well, we started pretty well, and and so the European game started quite early on, didn't they? So you, you all go off to Zurich, which that's a stadium actually. Yes. a few years ago, my family were on holiday in Malta, and it shows how football mad my son and I were. Uh, my wife, who's very forgiving in these circumstances, decided to go and do her own thing. And my son and I took a bus to the middle of nowhere just to go and see the stadium um, <laughs> and walk around. As you do, you've got to. You've got to, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite sad, isn't it, really? But um, uh, yeah. it was, I mean, okay, it was a summer. It was, but the impression yeah. you got, that would have been, it was sweltering hot. Oh, big, yes. hard pitch. And yes. I, I imagine that would have been an interesting introduction for somebody who wanted to experience European football. Yeah, it, it it certainly was, and it was it was certainly as uh, hot the conditions that had ever ever played in at that particular time. But the whole build up to it as well was was you know, and I, I make I make no bones about it that 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 was really one of the big big factors as as I said that I joined Wrexham was to on these uh, the sort of experience experience these European Cup games. Um, and that's what that's what Dixie sold it to me as well about. Um, he said, you know, he said you've got some guys. Of course, it was the first division. They're not like it is now with the Premier. He said you've got some guys. He said that plays in the playing in the first division, um, and even internationals that, that have not played in European football. You know, and of course, there's there's me there, a little bit of a journeyman. I knew I could score goals, and that's why Dixie brought it to me there, I could, particularly at that level. Um, and I just thought, yeah, it is. This is you know, this is a great great opportunity. Um, and um, but I, I do remember the thing about about the pitch. And actually, funny enough, I hadn't actually scored. Um, I got. I think it was about maybe four or five games into into our season that we went out to Zurich, and um, I hadn't actually scored. I remember Comi, Paul Comstev keep um, uh, God rest his soul. I mean, he's he's unfortunately passed on now, hasn't he? Again, you know, such a such a young age taken. Um, but uh, Comi, Comi uh, used to. Used to sort of uh, take take the mick about a little bit, and it said, "Go, it could be about Easter before you'll get your first goal, mass or something." So it was, um, it was, uh, it was great. Yeah, that, that actually that was my first goal for the for the club um, out there. Yes, you got it nice and early, and I guess, like I said, the, it was exotic to play there. But in in truth, Zuriak weren't as strong as the teams we were playing no. domestically were. They really, and, but you got an early goal there and an early goal in the second leg as well, didn't you? Yes, 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 I did, yeah. Um, but then say the whole the whole build up to the to, to the game itself, particularly the one away, you know, we'd we'd um, we'd all been kitted kitted out in uh in, in the new new gear and things and to travel in. Um and um it was just yeah, the whole the whole ex- experience was there. I think we had uh two, three days or so over over there. Um we had the training sessions again. I remember remember I've got some some pictures in there that we were just 
training training in 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 um, just a shorts, you know, bare, bare chested, and we would train because it was so so hot. It was just really 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 hot, um, and um, uh, yeah, a super super experience. I remember coming in at at uh, half time, um, and Dixie would give his give his bit of his team team talk. I remember as, as we were all going out, I, I purposely left it left it till I was the last one out to send a Dixie. I said, look, I'm, I know you might be thinking, or you've hinted that I'm, uh, you, you might sort of uh, uh, give, give the rest, particularly the forwards, the rest of them. Don't, don't, don't bring me off. I said, I've got goals. I've got goals in me today. And his goals coming today. Uh, and to be fair, he did. He did. He kept, he, he kept us on. And then the yeah. second leg, like I said, you scored early on as well. Um, yes. I guess, yes. I mean, that was a bit of a formality. We'd won the away game 3-0. Uh, yes. so that was a comfortable game. That that game really sparked off uh, a real scoring run by you. Scored in five games in a row. Then after that, we battered Cardiff yes. and uh, Peterborough and Orient. We suddenly were really free flowing and scoring lots of goals, and you, and you were central to it. Yeah, that that was um, that that was something that, that you know every Ford would tell you that uh, um, you know once once one one or two start to go in. Um, the, the rest start that to follow, um, but um, yeah, it was it was a particularly good fo- uh, uh, period, and and again justifies the fact you know what I mentioned right at the start to say that the squad was certainly good good enough, um, and particularly that game. I remember that game really clearly well against the Cardiff one, uh, where we were, really did take them to the sword, um, and um, it was uh, yeah, it was a good it was a good period, and and lots and lots of optimism, and particularly that's how we went into the. To the second game, you know, against uh, Zaragoza. Well, yeah, just to mention as well, we'll talk about Zaragoza in a second. Cardiff, just for just for any listeners, just just to look, let them luxuriate in the scoreline. Wrexham five, Cardiff one. Just, just <laughs> that's, that's how it, it, it really was. Right? So seriously, I remember because I knew how much it was, uh, you know, meant meant to the North Walians. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but um, it it means um, to get that result, and it certainly was. Um, and it was a, a real, real good uh, good feeling in the dressing room afterwards, uh, and particularly that weekend. And again, it sets it's it just like today. You know, I'm in management today, and then the football manager. But and it is you get a great result on the Saturday, it sets you up for the rest of the week, and certainly that. That really set us up for a for a for a few weeks, and I say, in particularly for the for the European game that was coming up. And and it was a run that that, that set us up as well in terms of we went into that Zuriet game, sort of low bar to mid table. By the end of that run, we're fifth in the table as well. The confidence was yeah. coming, the goals yeah. were coming, and then as you say, we go to Spain. And goodness me, that that's a very different proposition to going to Malta without wanting to sound patronising to them. I mean, Real Zaragoza won the Spanish Cup. This this is yes. a proper club with a terrific old historic stadium um, yeah. and, and a big crowd. Well, I mean, beforehand, is the mentality just you approach it like any other game or is this awareness of... No, no, it, it was it was immediately, immediately again, it, the... the um, the, the anticipation, I suppose, and the uh, expectation um, had, had ramped up, and, and, and loads, loads of notches. Um, just the just the very fact again that um, uh, when we were met at the airport for the for the trip with the coach, then there was outriders, which had never never been part of before in my my career. That we had travelled to the hotel when we reached the hotel. Um, we're in there, and you. I, I know a number of us thought in the in the lift. We got the lift up to the floor. And we're thinking, are they are they 
are they sure they know who we are? Do they think we're Liverpool or Man United or somebody? Because the, the, the foyer area, the reception area was just full of, full of press people and photographers. And they were, they were, I've never had my photograph. It must be somewhere. Some, some, some journalist photographer must have it somewhere in their mem- memories of, of that um, we were photographed getting in into the lift, inside the lift. And we had our bags and the Wrexham kit, then with the jumpers on that we had. Um, and they were just flash bulbs going off all the time. And again, we thought, they, did they realise we're, we're just, we're, we're Wrexham, you know, it's not like Liverpool. And there was more, I remember there was more and more people. We had a training session, but their uh, training ground. And um, again, there was the outriders with us out to the training ground. And, I, and I, again, a lot of the lads commented that there was, there was probably more people watching us train that day than, 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 were, than were at the race ground during on a, on a match day itself, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it absolutely really, really ramped, ramped up as well, the, the expectation and just the, um, just the importance of the game. Yeah. I mean, I was, looking at, I was looking at the team that played that game and there's about five in the starting lineup plus Steve Buxton on the bench who's, you know, been part of when we've beaten Porto and done well against Roma. So does that, you know, do they deliberately talk about European experience or, or is it just, we just get on with it? This is another game now. Yeah, it was just it was just it was just another 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 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be perfectly honest, for, the, for those guys and 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 for the for the major, majority of us, it was certainly our first first taste of something that that big um, and that and that important. Um, and to be perfectly honest, again, all, all all the pros will tell you, you know, even even the guys in the game today will look at that and 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 think and maybe you know have sort of. Uh, uh, aspire or, or, or just want to that's where their ambition or want to you know go and go and play in those games like that in Europe, European football um, everybody tries and strives to play as high as high as they can and and certainly I knew that you know as it is you know that years years later on okay when 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 I when I'd retired and things that um th- these memories would would live long in in the memory and these they they certainly have um and it was a it was a just a magnificent experience i mean i've got to say that, that i was looking at the highlights uh, last week actually in anticipation of talking to you and you know what's striking is that this clearly wasn't a team you know sort of packing the penalty area and clinging on we, we posed them problems oh, not we at all. Opportunities, don't we? yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember I had a couple of what you'd consider maybe half chances uh, myself. Um, Jim, Jim, Jim Steele had a had a couple of half chances. Early, we we were some set pieces. We were we were really strong with Big Joe Cook as well and Jim. Um, and um, yeah, we caused them a lot, a lot of problems. And and you know, as as was shown at the end of the game, it was the it was the tradition, isn't it that. You know that um, the, the 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 white hankies would, would come out, and it was it was all around the the stadium, um, except for the 200, 200 fat. Well, was it two hundred fans? About one hundred eighty Wrexham fans that were there, including my brother, oh, wow. including my brother Stu. <laughs> my brother Stu uh, did the coach trip with the with the lads, and he's very very proud of that. Um, and um, he, uh, I think they had about two days on the coach going through Europe, going through Europe, um, the game, and um, and then on the on the way back on the way back again another, another couple of days, 
Um, but uh, the white hankies came out, didn't they, from the Zaragoza fans, and then they were you know, around the last last two or three minutes of the game. Um, and it was just a wonderful experience. Yeah, 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 it really, really was. Incredible. And then between that and the second leg, we continue to do well. And yes. then the, the second leg, uh, well, I mean, that was, again, a remarkable game, wasn't it? Really nil-nil at the end of 90 minutes. Again, we posed them all sorts of problems. And yeah. so it went into extra time. Yeah, it was probably um, um, about, uh, not not that I, I knew it then at the time, but I think that was that 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 would be and, and was think I would consider to be my best game, overall best game for for Wrexham itself that that night. I thought I played particularly well, as as did everybody. To be perfectly honest, really did. And again, it was just knew that it was something special. We knew we had a great opportunity, um, and it was just one of those. Those games that you'd certainly, and I think I can't remember who we played either on on the Saturday beforehand, but it was just, and it's it's dead easy to say, oh yeah, don't don't think about that, take one game at a time. But everybody had their their eye on that on that Zaragoza game, and I think it was because uh, there was loads and loads of quips being made and things about because it was bonfire night. I think it was November the fifth. I think it yes, was. Right, yeah, yes, yeah. we said yes. Yeah, sparks are going to fly. You know, there's going to be fireworks tonight and things. And so all, all that, uh, all those um, cliches were coming out because it was the particular time of the year it was as well. And, and um, yeah, it was a it was um, a really magical, magical uh, e- evening because they had they had some. Um, I mean, the guy that came on the sub and scored the two goals. Yeah. I mean, he would he he'd cost a million pound. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. He'd been the first million. Was it from from Chile? Was he from Chile? Yes, I think. That's right. Yeah, Yankee. Uh, Chile. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know they bring him off the off the bench, and we bring uh, book books, yeah. <laughs> books and, <laughs> on the bench and stuff. Um, and what a night for him as well. That was a good, surely, surely there. But I still get, I still get. Uh, talk about it now. I still get goose goose goosebumps. I it, 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 I can still feel it now. It was it was it was uh, a wonderful wonderful experience. The um, <clears throat> sorry, it was a good, uh, a fabulous crowd, wonderful atmosphere. I, I, with the, the guy you're saying about the Chileans, um, Yanyef, I, I always, re- I'll be honest with you, I was watching out for him because I knew he cost a lot of money, he'd not settled in well, so he yes. was on the bench. Um, but no. I'd been aware of him a couple of yes. years ago in the good old days, then of course, when any sort of information on international players, especially South American, was sort of quite hard to get by and quite exotic. And I remember the World Cup two years previously that um, yes. there was a feature on him in Shoot saying that he had a rare heart condition and he was taking yes. risks by playing. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being fascinated by this. And so when he came on, I was oh gosh, that's that bloke. Wow, that's amazing. Right. And, but then he scored pretty early after he'd come on and I couldn't forgive him. But yeah. having said that, then yeah. came yes. for me yeah. as a fan, one of my... I'm sorry to make it personal here, but one of my personal iconic moments as a fan standing on the cop at the back with all my mates when the ball comes in and you just, I mean, you, you, you get the ball in the box and you absolutely nail this. There's bodies between you and the goal and that is just imprinted yeah. in my mind, that lovely clean strike yeah. and finding the gap and I'm standing behind it, seeing you find the gap and drill it in. Oh, that goal, yeah. I tell you what, that was, a, that was a moment that was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yes, yeah. you do. You do. It, it's it, it, seriously. I've got the goosebumps of it now. Um, <laughs> it is again, particularly because 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 you're a forward. Um, you just you you just you're, you're 
anticipating that that thing and you were always hoping that I'd get the goal and to be perfectly honest we just thought it may be one of those nights because we had chance after chance and it wasn't that we missed the goal. I mean there was some goal line clearances yeah. I think we'd hit the post that the keeper had made a couple of great saves from myself and we just thought you know it's not going to maybe it's not going to be and particularly then when they went and scored they went 1-0 up um, and then we had that uh, that that op- that opportunity and I uh, just just um, and anticipated it, and I have to say, I I I tell the, the lads now. I mean, I, I'm, I've been in semi-pro management, uh, particularly down here in the southwest and Cornwall, the last thirty years now. And they, the lads that are telling me in there, and they always say, "Come in, you're going to show us that that clip again, the Wrexham goal, man. You're going to show us that." And uh, and I and it always always I think I always say to them, if the fencing hadn't have been there, then I think actually. Uh, I think I, I might as well. I, I could probably have been running now. Still, still, <laughs> still be running now. Yeah. It was just the, the, the fencing around the game because it was just. Oh, I was just a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Um, and the, and it and the the adrenaline was still really buzzing. As you follow the clip on when they kick off, um, I try and win the ball back, and it just I'm just so so buzzed and the adrenaline. So it's like I go straight through the guy. Uh, and nail him, and I get, and I get, I get a yellow card for that <laughs> straight away as well. Um, but it was a, it was a, a magical, magical for feeling, and the noise, the noise was just wow, unbelievable. I think they only had three sides as well at the ground there. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was a, a wonderful, wonderful that night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, to get it in front of the cop as well, <laughs> a packed cop oh. is quite something, isn't it? Yeah, but, uh... absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I had I had a you know a, a couple of occasions throughout throughout my career um, when I've had the opportunity to score in front of the home the home fans and things, and it was uh, uh, the goal was of, of importance as such. And um, yeah, it was a it was a, a fantastic feeling. I say, will live live well, always live in the me- memory for me. Yeah. You know what? I, actually, I I I want to go back to the, the conclusion of that game, but actually, you just what you just said made me think. You know, it's it's a it's a big sort of accepted truth in football that if you can, home teams will kick towards their fans in the second half. Um, yeah. Does it lift a player? I'm, I'm thinking both as a player and a manager. Does, do you think it does give you that extra one percent, two percent, or yes? Even now, it, without that, even now we have. Um, I'm here at Helston. Uh, I've been for, with um, say d- down here in the southwest with Tr- Truro City, and where I am now at Helston. Um, we have a we used to have a we have a favourite end that we will kick to, and it's just a yeah it's a psychological thing. In fact, actually, when uh, when we go away from from home, um, that I'll, I'll always try and make out which 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 end the home team prefer, and if we have the there's a, there's a chance or an opportunity of, of turning that around, then um, I'll I'll actually do that. I suggest that the lads that will kick against their their uh, favoured end, if you like, because it does, it does just throw you a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, but but cer- certainly, there's there's me- it, it is yeah, it's very much a psychological thing, um, a superstition, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah you you'll, you'll attack the the favoured end, um, but um, it it it, cer- it certainly was yeah. Um, the the roar the roar I just remember and I say and honestly I think it hadn't been the the fencing because they were they were um and all the fencing around the ground then at that stage didn't they with the, with the English foot with the football league and things that um 
I, I, I would have just kept kept going and said, I'm probably still on the run now. <laughs> so, uh, I must admit as well, I, I always enjoyed it when you scored your celebrating because it, it felt, you see how many contrived celebrations are. Now, it's fair enough, but I just you just ran generally and it was just great. It was just like, there was, there was a, there was a, and the, and the, and the and again, the guys, the guys, the lads, uh, the young boys take, take the mickey sometimes here, you know, with the result. Was that again? Mass, it was that, that, that massive celebration, that massive celebration. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll you look back in the pit. Sorry. Yeah, you look back in the kit and things, and then the, the thing is, is um, just how short those shorts were. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> think we used to go into the dressing room and, um, Maybe not not that you'd get in early enough in there, but you'd you'd go you'd go along the pegs to think and, and hold the shot and think, no, they're 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 too long. And 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 maybe maybe find the shot. It was it was the idea to find the shortest shorts. Um, whereas it's it's completely gone the other way now. Completely <laughs> gone. Well, I've I've dragged out the discussion of extra time almost as long as extra time was. I'm sorry about that, but basically, Yanyev yeah. then scores again. And yes. then Steve Buxton scores. Uh, yes. It's a really frantic sort of conclusion to the game. And, and there's basically, after he scores, 13 minutes for yeah. us to try and get the winner. But we, we can't quite manage it. We go yeah. out on, on away goals. It was almost a cruel conclusion. Yeah. Oh, it was I, when I, I watched the clip back and um, uh, not, not so long ago, just a, a, a few weeks ago, particularly because of the lockdown situation, you know, and, yeah. and, and I get past things through and he said, well, I've just found this one. Mass, have you seen this? I said, yeah, I've seen this one a few times. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realise just how, how, um, how sort of uh, involved I was in, in the second goal. I have a couple of build-ups with it. I have a little back heel that, that sets up the shot. And then I actually clip the ball back in from, uh, from the post, but it comes back off the keeper. I think I, had a, I think it was Jim Steely had a, had a uh, forced the keeper into a great save, I think, and the ball ran like and I just clipped it back in again for for Steve to come in and um, sort of volley it into the ground and in in over the top. And it, yeah, it was, and you can just see the you know the celebrations were with it from it that just how much it meant to everybody. And we honestly, honestly thought, yeah, it's going to be, it. we're going to do it, we're going to do it, you know. Um, but um, uh, it just unfortunately it wasn't to be that night. Man, uh, you mentioned Jim Steele. Um, I've got to ask you what it was like playing alongside him. I mean, he was always a, a big favourite of mine, I've got to be honest. Um, all elbows, and, and I, I think he was an important factor in both that European run and the one three, well, two years earlier, because yes. a lot of European centre-backs maybe were used to a yes. more time, weren't used to a huge target man knocking him around, and yes. it was something you'd notice, I noticed a lot in that, just a short highlight of sort of the away trip to Tharagatha. Yes is he just yes. wins everything and it gets to the yes. point where they're stepping off and defending the second ball because there is just no point in them trying to challenge him. But he, he was a hell of a weapon in those sort of games. In any game, really. I, I, that's it. And I, I was, I was tended to, to um, favor playing alongside. I mean, that was, again, the games um, evolved and changed even down to, you know, even all the, all the dietary and the nutrition now that they're doing the training methods and it's all for the better. All for the, I mean, during those days, our pre-match meal used to be used to be a steak. It used to be a steak three hours before the game. Would you believe that? No wonder, no wonder I couldn't run. You got that, got that. <laughs> steak. But that, that that was the you know I started in the mid 
the uh, mid-70s. And some of the senior players, I was there as a 17, 18-year-old in the days at Stockport, and the, and the pre-match meal would be dished out by the, the waitress or whatever would come in around. And then the senior players would take up, oh, that's, that's too big for you. I'm, I'm having that one. You know, and, and it was... That that was so the games really 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 evolved and moved on and things and um uh I I I used to play with with um as it used to be then a lot of all the the, the striking partnerships and maybe had a had a big guy and then a little quick guy that 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 fed off them and things um and I had the opportunity to play with some great ones even uh, about the Welsh the Welsh guy Win Win Davis oh, came gosh. to play at Stockport County yeah. And I and I had a season with him um, playing at Stockport as a as a 17, 18 year old from there uh, early on. Um, and I played with big Billy Whitehurst, who probably was as as as, as he was the iconic big guy, you would say. And I had a couple of seasons with Billy at Hull City um, and played alongside him. But um, Jim Jim was Jim was as talented as good as as as, as anything. I didn't I don't think he got enough praise for. For his for his ability to particularly to to to, to feed people feed people in and his touch was really good. It wasn't he wasn't just a battering ram as such. Those big guys used to be then, um, but um, he he could um, he had he had a football brain as well. Um, and I, and I enjoyed my time with Jim very much. So yeah, yeah. And then out of Europe, but obviously had a taste for for cup games because you you you, you, you scored. Against Wigan and things like you, you put a, a couple up past Rochdale in the FA Cup. Uh, you put a you know, you're, yeah. you're consistently scoring in sort of big matches, and they need them big wins as well. You know, we, we beat Tramia six one in, in the LDV, and you scored um, a couple a couple in that one. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a really in, yeah. hitting prolific form there, and in big matches, and we were getting big wins. It was good to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a certain that 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 season, as I said, we 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 should have got. There was no there was no qualms about it. We should have got. We should have got promotion. Yeah. We we should have got uh, should have got promotion. Um, and it's, uh, I, I don't I don't know I don't know really what it what it was. Uh, we just seemed to again uh, earlier on maybe just the inconsistencies. Um, maybe that's why we were playing at that level because. Of our of our inconsistencies with our game and things, you know, on our day we, we could have been as good as anybody. But um, yeah, we we should have um, we we should have really got promotion. We we had a, a real real decent side, uh, and particularly one that was playing with 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 confidence. And I, I remember, which wasn't always the case at the clubs I had, and I had seven of them throughout my say 15, 16 years. I enjoyed going into training. I really enjoyed going into training. Although we did remember we did train at an absolute mud bath. Of a of a place, it wasn't that far. I'm trying to think where it was now. Um, it began. It, 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 began, with, it began with G. G. It was uh, G. It was it was like a school pitch. I think it was. I think it was a school pitch, and we went, and it was. Uh, it might be. It was. We used to drive there, yeah. and then the guys we well used to argue about who would take the car because you knew that coming back to the ground to get showered, the <laughs> car would be. <laughs> covered in mud yeah. and boots, so so uh, he's wow. Well, you took your car the other day, and I, I, oh, you take your car. Um, so, but um, it used to be a pleasure going in, the, and the guys were um, were. Uh, it was a real pleasure to be involved in that in that squad. It was a, a, a good set of guys. I know sometimes everybody will say, "Oh yeah, we have got a great set of lads and in here," but that that certainly was that 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 era. Yeah. And what was Dixie like as a manager then, going through the season? Was 
Yeah, he was, um, he was, uh, I said, um, right from the start, I, I hit it off. I think that's because I don't, I've always said that, you know, um, forwards have a maybe sort of um, just just a, a connection straight straight away. Um, we're all a little bit selfish, to be perfectly honest, you know, with it. And, um, but um, I do realise that without, you know, the rest of the side, then we're not going to be able to get the chances that, that are going to be needed. So, um and, and he was of that, certainly of that ilk, that, that, that uh, mould. Um, and, um, uh, but he, I think about like a lot of managers, um, when, when, when things were going really well, it was just about ticking over, ticking over, ticking over. Um, and, you know, I've tried to learn through that, through my experience as well, trying to bring that into our game. Is it really, when you, when you look at, you see the qualities of a manager coming out, mm. Is is when things maybe are not going quite so well. That's when you see the skills of the man management to build boost confidence, because confidence is everything, absolutely everything in football. Um, and the manager should be should be he's he's the uh, motivator, he's the inspirer. Um, and Dixie was 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 good at that. At Sunday, if if um, I remember, <laughs> I remember. Have you got have you got the the te- how far? I don't know if you've got that. That season's fixtures in there. We were yeah. way at Halifax. I don't know how long in that se- that there was to go in that season. We were away at Halifax, um, and I was I was on the bench that day. Um, and I don't know how it is. Is, is it in? Can you? Is it down there? Yeah, it was like towards that. the end of the season. We were away at Halifax, um, and um, it, we were. Yeah. We were—I don't know—we were—we were fourth, fifth in the table at that time, um, and um, I, 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 I can't remember whether we lost the game or drew the game. But we took—we took the lead in a, in about with about two or three minutes to go. Yeah, we took the lead, and I and then it was like everybody was feeling it was elated, it was feeling good, and then um, I was, always remember they they kicked off and they went up and scored straight away. Yeah. They scored straight away. So we've come into the dressing room and Dixie's just going potty. He could, he could lose it at times and he is going potty. And I was, I just remember it. And I tell this tale when I, that I've, I've done some, some after dinner speaking and things down here in Cornwall. I always tell the tale. It's one of, that um, is one of the funniest things in the dressing room I'd seen. So we're in the dressing room there and Dixie's just losing it. And he's shouting his game, you don't deserve this here. We want to get promotion. We ain't going to do that. So, all you're doing, we're taking the lead. You're throwing it away. The concentration levels. Are... And, then, and then he says, look at me. Look, look, you're all looking. Oh, you're not even bothered. You're not even bothered. Look at me. Just look. Because we would just sort of taking our boots off and on the socks down, taking the shin pads out and things. You know, it was just, it was quite, it was only Dixie just losing it. And there was um, a physio table, like a physio table, in the middle of the dressing room, and these are all been piled on, or been part with, um, sat on there with these paper cups of tea, and Dixie's, Dixie's then with that, and he said, "You know, it doesn't even care, do you? Don't even care." And with that, he's just gone, swiped it, the whole lot, and the tea's just gone right up in the air, and just showered him. It showered him. Now he's in there with his, he's got this suit on. And he's dripping, and he's dripping tea from here. Now you try, you try and not laugh. <laughs> and, he, and he's and he's still going. To be fair, he never. He's still going. To, we won't get promotion like this. We've thrown games away like this. 
look at me, look at it, don't you dare, don't you dare take take this of, of this the the um the, the 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 concentration levels that you have. We've got to be improved. This is just not going to. And I, it, it was all you could do just to bite your lip, not to not to laugh, not to laugh at them. But um, Dixie was a yeah, he was he was um uh he, he was he, he was a guy that um. Uh, I had a I had a lot of affection for um, and a, and a very very good manager very good manager and of course his goal scoring record yeah was second to none wasn't it you know um, and quite quite rightly he's a he's a leg, legend up there but uh, but um, yeah Dix, Dixie was um, Dixie was uh, I say uh, he could be he could he he, he he was your best friend and he used to put your arm around you and things but he but he knew when to when to have a have a have a go at you. Know? Wrexham was always as well the first time that I came across sort of in my career it wasn't wasn't um like again the, the game was changing and evolving um and we brought in he had the games videoed nice. and it towards the end of that 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 season and we'd come back and he said I remember him coming in the dressing room and and which I argue now and I have all my games videoed I have all my games videoed purely because of fact and again I quote the fact about Wrexham and Dixie that um and and, it, and I remember him saying to me, and he said, um, "You didn't, you didn't get across. You were hiding behind the centre half. You didn't get across into that near post early enough." And I said, "Yes, I did. Yes, I did. He hung on. He hung on to the ball too long." He said, "No, you didn't make your run early." Didn't I? I said, "No, I didn't. No, I didn't, Dixie. Oh, no, it, the ball didn't come in early enough." So he said, "We'll have a look at the video on Monday." <laughs> and Dixie was the first one that. I knew that in, introduced the guys and would sit there in the, vid, in the in the video and would play the play the clip and when he said they are told you so he didn't get it you go mm, yeah okay fair play gaffer yeah all right there was, and and he he was he was sort of um, uh, what's the word um, advent, ad, ad, adventurous or or he had a he had an eye then that you know for for trying to improve your game and things and the technology that was coming into the game and things in there um and um he was yeah um he was uh he, he was one of the hi- highlights of my career oh it's good to hear they uh i looked at that halifax game i found it in the end late yeah. last year january uh yes. steve buxton scored 87th minute and we lost yes. 2-1 so I could see why yes, he was really yeah, right. I think yeah, that was it. Then we got, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember whether we we when we scored, which was really late on, that 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 we'd um, uh, either uh, taken the lead or as it was it as as it clearly was that we we actually thought we'd get a point, yeah, and then yeah. they 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 went away and scored and scored against us. Yeah, they yeah. scored eighty fifth minutes. We scored eighty seventh, and then like you say, then then went straight off and scored the winner. Scored um, the winner, yes. Yeah, like you said, it was a strange season because we looked so good, but it did sort of peter out. I mean, I'm looking at the scores here, just so many draws and not many clean sheets looks like it could be the explanation in a way. Um, plus yeah. injuries, of course. Yeah. And in the Cups, ultimately, they were frustrating. I mean, we lost twice at home to Chester in the LDV and the FA Cup. Yes. Um, and we also yes. missed out on Europe because we, we lost narrowly on aggregate to Newport County in the semi-finals of the Welsh Cup as well. So quite frustrating the way the season concluded. And we finished yes. ninth overall. Yes, it was. It was. And we didn't, um, we, we, ne- we never fulfilled the, the, the potential, really. We never fulfilled the potential because uh, there was huge, huge potential there. I remember the, that uh, the, the Chester game in the FA Cup, that was a real, real, um, a real disappointment. I think, was that, was that the third round? 
Yes. Did we get yeah, to the third yeah. round? Yeah. Because I remember the old fashioned days. I remember being, I had um, uh, Gail and I, and Ben was my, my, my eldest boy. He was, uh, how old would Ben be then? I mean, a couple of years old. He came to the Zaragoza game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Uh, he, came, he came with Gail. Um, and um, yeah, I, I uh, um, remember that. Uh, Get thinking. Um, I've lost my thread now. I was going to go. So the Chester, Chester game. The Chester game. Round. I remember. But yeah, we lived in uh, we lived in Kagurli. Yeah, yeah, we lived in Kagurli. I remember um, standing in the kitchen. I think it used to be one o'clock. I think it was about one o'clock when the draw was made, and we were thinking, "Where are we going with that?" Oh, yeah, Chester. Wow. All right. And, it, and I think it was. Yeah, it was. The, it was. A, it was a, a big, big crowd again. And then that was a. Uh, that was a huge, huge disappointment. Mm. It really, really was. Yeah. To lose them, particularly, particularly because you know it was Chester. Um, so, but, but so yeah, it just seems to be we we didn't we didn't we didn't fulfil the potential that that was certainly evident um, for for two thirds of the season, um, and then saying the end. And that's that's it was always a always a huge disappointment. It should have been another promotion um, that I could have said you know I've been involved with in, during my career. I think, I think it's fair to say injuries were a big factor. Just looking at the appearance, I remember Chris Pierce had a back injury, so he only managed yes. 25 games. And then Mike Conroy, who looks a very good player to me, he Mike, yes. yeah. only played half yes. the season. Um, we had, yeah. ended up with six keepers in total before you know, Mike yes. Sass came in eventually, but you know, we had a range Mike, Mike of Sam, yeah. Yeah. Die Davis in the Welsh yeah. Cup. Yeah, we had very yes. bad luck with injuries. And I think that really... Yeah, yeah and I, I knew that we didn't... We didn't have a we, we didn't have a settled side at all, um, and in fact that that sort of um, continued with my with myself into the following season, yes. the second season, where I, um, I I I don't think I played um, I, I played till till uh, I, I turned over my ankle, I twisted on my ankle in a preseason. I think it was either at Kidderminster in the in the August in the preseason friendly, and I didn't play until I think it was maybe even February. Mm-hmm. It might even been February. Of that of that scene, which you know, which was just um, a real, real disappointment. There's nothing worse. But any player, every player will tell you, you know, there's nothing, nothing more frustrating, worse than you. They actually, you, you can't play. You can't. You, you. I wasn't training. I was just coming into the treatment room every day and working with George. Uh, and um, um, I'd say I didn't, I didn't play until I think it was February. That I think it was Orient, and actually, I, 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 I scored. Yeah, um, I think I might have, I might have scored on the on that on my first game that season and say, but that was that was February time. Yeah, that's uh, right. I just I just got up here it, actually. Yes, it, you're testing my resources. It's good. I'm enjoying this. I'm making you work, buddy. I'm making I'm making you work, Mark. I'm making you work. Yeah, quite right. Yeah. You should do yeah. some of these shows. I think I think yeah. I think it came. Um, it came. It came off my thigh. I mean the box, and it was a, it was a, rico- a ricochet. I just. It came at a difficult I and I remember just sort of thighing it the dummy thigh in, into the goal. I don't know, did did we win two one that day? Was it two nil or one? No, yeah, I think... but, uh, lost two one. We lost two one, did we? Lost two one. The last two games of February you came on as a sub at Halifax and at Orient. Yes. And then yeah. you started, didn't play the next game, started the next game. So the first game you started that season was March. It was March, and, yes. Yeah. And you weren't yeah. able to complete the game. So you were subbed, no. you were subbed off, and then missed a few more. Yeah. And although yeah. you, you know you played a few games, but I'm just looking at it, and you got subbed. Oh, my ankle. Obviously, you were struggling for fitness. Um, my my fitness, my, my ankle wasn't wasn't right at all. And to be fair, it still it still gives me 
still gives me trouble now. Uh, if I so, um, yeah, it was it was a real, real sort of anticlimax. To be perfectly honest, that 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 second season, um, I certainly didn't didn't fill my my potential that I'd done. That, that but you know, I, I'd been lucky throughout my throughout my career. The the teams and the clubs I've been at and the, the appearances I made, I didn't really have a have a a, a, a bad a bad injury until until right at that that um, end of that yeah. season, which was my last season in in, in league football. And, and, um, it must have been I was sorry, a bit stupid of me to say it must have been frustrating, but uh, certainly to see that Kevin Russell had come in that year and was prolific. Yes, um, yes. you know, having yourself as well there might have been what pushed us, all, you know, again into playoff contention. Uh, Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, I remember, uh, Kevin. I think he was the uh, the the oldest looking. I won't mind. He won't mind me saying he was been the oldest looking twenty one year old, twenty year old I've ever seen. Yes. You know, he used to say, "Blimey, he must have had a big paper round in his in his, <laughs> in his school days." I think, um, I think he was uh, he was losing his hair hair then at twenty one, and he didn't. He just so you looked. Everybody used to say. How old? You're only you're only twenty. Yes, yeah, yeah, but what? Yeah, prolific striker. He it really really happened happened for him. That that that's good goals. Yeah, and the next season he he did get us into the playoffs. Um, but then it it were by by then we brought in Ollie Cairns. I think essentially because yes, partly that big little man combination, but also because without yourself we we needed another experienced striker up there, didn't we? I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that um, you know. I, I, again, it, it's it's always been said. I think um, that's why forwards forwards will always cost you more more even even today's game, and it's all relative. Even down into the you know the the steps twos and threes that have managed that um, in the semi pro game in here. It's all it's all relevant. You have to pay the more money for the for the guys that will actually. Scoring the goals because they they win you games they win you games I mean def- defenders and goalkeepers they will save you save you points mm. save you points and things and keep keep you in games mm. but certainly um, forwards will 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 win win you games if you've got some of the guys that are, that are scoring goals um, and it's no coincidence you know that you got the even right right through the game no matter no matter what level or relative it's all relative that um, you've got guys that are scoring goals who so they you know they're probably playing for the for the teams at the top of the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. sadly, you finished professionally. Then um, yeah. you've gone on, like you said, management mostly in the in the, the southwest. Yes. I mean, clubs like Truro, who obviously really very ambitious clubs looking to to strike forwards. Um, yes, it must be. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm lucky because Wrexham are still playing. I'm doubly lucky because, yes. as I commentate, I'm actually able to go to the home games. Um, and, I, and I'm yes. very conscious yeah. of how lucky I am. I mean, it, I, I I find it slightly difficult to conjure with what it must feel like for you. I mean, you must be desperate to be so you're getting out there and doing what you love doing, and and it just well, I mean, it, yeah. there's no date where you know you'd be able to. That there isn't. No, it's um, it's uh, very 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 frustrating, um, and something that I've had. Uh, well, ever since I can remember, ever since I remember from, from playing at primary school, um, I've always been able to put my boots on, a tracksuit on, no matter what what type of particular sort of era or modern version of football boots we had at the time or training kit we had in there. I've always been had to had the the opportunity um, to to do that, which I feel very very privileged in. Um, and the, these particularly these last twelve months. 
um, has been very, very frustrating. So much so that, that um, uh, particularly with our Helston side, we were, we were points clear um, of, of at the top of the league. We'd just uh, smashed a, uh, a league record, uh, the Southwest Peninsula League record. It was 17 games, not just unbeaten, but 17 consecutive wins. And we'd actually passed that and we were on to 26 26 consecutive wins, just just win, 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 win. The team were in great form. And we were going to take up the, the next next um, level with motion. And of course, the COVID thing came um, and it's just been stop, start. We've actually haven't played. Um, we've had one which was in the FA Vars game. We played Fairham. Um, that was in December, but we haven't played as a club or as a team since uh, since uh, early November. Well, when the second lockdown came down, came in at uh, beginning of November. Um, and it's really, really, really frus- frustrating. Really, very, very frustrating at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope yeah. you're able to get playing soon. Although obviously the level below Wrexham have just voted to stop playing. And, uh, yes. Yes. Which is, which is the level... Truro are in the um, Truro in the Southern Southern Premier League now at the moment, and there, yeah, um, and um, it is it is very 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 frustrating. Um, you console yourself to the fact that you know, well, it's everybody's going through it. Everybody's going through the thing, so um, it's just uh, when it when it is safe, safe to do so, then then yes, we'll. Um, and everybody's looking forward to that. Then we can get actually back to playing competitive football. But it would be nice. It would be nice because I, I, I see this and probably you feel the same as well, um, particularly when you're going to the games and you're commentating. There is no, if, if anything's said that, that um, what really makes our great game, this great game, is the fans. Yeah. And without them, it's not, even at our level, we've had the thing that we've said, oh, you can only have 15 or 20% of your, of your capacity in. And then the clubhouses have been closed. And it's just as I'm saying, and I, 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 I will say, and I've been advocating particularly down here, is that when the football does come back, it, for me, it can't come back unless fans, unless the supporters can come back in the grounds because they make it. I remember them those, those nights, those nights, it just, players, players feed off the fans. Yeah. And it doesn't even, it's not even the same watching the, the, the Premier League stuff on the telly. You know, on your Sky and your BT, it, it, it's just. In, in fact, actually, there was four. What was it? Four games on yesterday, and I think I watched about 10, 15 minutes of one. Yeah. Um, I would just, I had it, I had the games on and there, but I was just flitting and doing anything else. It's just, it's not the same without the supporters in there. So yeah. the fans have got to be allowed back in, and that's when. And I've said to our leagues and our and our club uh, that if, it, if we're not allowed to, to if we're going to have to play behind closed doors, I'd rather not play yeah. because it, it's it's. It, the fans make the game itself. It really does. And, you know, those nights that we're talking about there, you know, the Zaragoza nights, you think if that would been behind the closed doors, yeah. they wouldn't have been that. They would not yeah. have been that, you know? Yeah. Um, because as, as, as again, players will tell you, I, I used to, we'd come in some days. Um, I don't think we'd ever did it at Wrexham. Certainly did with the other clubs. I remember coming in at Peterborough when I was played at Peterborough one day and said, right, we're going up to, um, I think it was Ipswich. We were, we're all on the coach. We're going to we're behind closed doors. We've got a game at Ipswich, and we thought, oh, and I used to hate those behind closed doors purely because there was no there was no atmosphere. There was no atmosphere, and particularly as a forward, you you thrive off the crowd um, that that um, would um, um, uh, encourage you, bring you, and give you that buzz and that adrenaline. So um, that's that's the frustrating part. That um, you know, and, and no doubt at all that. You know the supporters have have missed have missed us as well coming into grounds no. very much. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm a, I mean, from our perspective, uh, speaking to our midfielder Jay Harris, who is a, a proper, you know, 110% battling midfielder. You know, he's he's had two suspensions this season already. He'll never shirk out of a tackle. You know, club legend. And even talking to him. I was like Barry Horn. I thought, thought you were talking about Barry Horn. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, Jay, I think a tackle between those two would be interesting. And I think oh, Jay. What's the name? My money's on Jay. Actually, I'll be honest with you. He, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, he even, you know, and even he said to me, I feel 5% down on my game. <laughs> Because I yes. draw that power from wanting to do it for our fans, or even from hearing the the barracking of other fans, uh, and not necessarily at him, but at the fan, yeah. at the Wrexham fans, and wanting to sort of represent the fans on the pitch. Um, yes. And yeah. for him to say that is striking, because that guy is, you know, yeah. as, as very high professional standard as as motivated as they come. You know, yeah. to watch him, yeah. you wouldn't think it, but he feels he's under par because of it. No, I, 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 I would think I think majority majority of players. You'd have to be somebody really, really special if you didn't. If you just managed to lock that out yeah. and you just played on your game and you built yourself on the adrenaline and the confidence you felt, you thrive. You you actually you just just thrive off the off the crowd and their feelings. And as you say, even if it's you know you're you're getting a bit a bit of barracking and the, you're useless, you know you just stick the chest out again, you know, and then you go again, you go in, yeah. Um, but to, no, we've missed the fans. We've missed the fans. Yeah. Well, let's hope we can get the fans in soon. Let's hope you can yeah. get back soon to to what doing what you love, uh, Steve. It, it, I can't tell you what a pleasure it's been talking to you. Yeah, uh, Mark, it has been. Yes, No, I thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Um, as you probably can tell, I've got a bit of a reputation. Um, I go on the go on the radio down here and the and the podcasts and things that we have and. Even the journalists that were speaking, they said, um, "Can we, can we just, uh, we just maybe keep it short? Keep it short, because <laughs> I can. Uh, I do like, I like to talk, and I get infused, and but it's just something that you know, people like Dixie, Dix, Dixie. Um, they've, they've sort of. I, I, I look at Dixie, and I think, yeah, I, I, my, my enthusiasm is probably built on or, or, or earned from that, you know, from from his qualities and what he gave." gave into the game and the lads and things, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think if you, if you lose that enthusiasm and that desire and that passion and then with the football, then they just, yeah, you know, just go on down and, 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 and get the hot chocolate out and the slippers then and think, <laughs> well, until that day, I'm far, far from that day yet. This is Jay Harris and you're listening to Dragon Heart Radio. <laughs> This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.